0: conversation rock and more it's back to the arena the interviews
1: and hello again it is me dc back for another episode of back to the arena the interviews back to the arena of course is my syndicated radio show that airs in over 10 countries it's amazing that there's so much so much love for this hair metal and melodic rock that we play and on that show, of course, I have guests on the show every week and we talk about their new album. Well, the next couple podcast podcasts episodes are going to be a little bit different. Uh, last time we talked with Ronnie Romero it was back at the beginning of 2023 when he had his release of his album Raised on Heavy Radio. It was the second of two cover albums that he put together and we talked with him about that and that is what we're going to feature on this show Flash forward uh, towards the end of 2023, and Ronnie Romero is back again on this show to talk about his new album, Too Many Lies, Too Many Masters. And that is what we're going to put on the next podcast. So it's going to be back-to-back Ronnie Romero podcasts, one with his earlier album from 2023, one with his newest album from 2023 so we are going to talk with ronnie romero about his cover album raised on heavy radio right after we come back on the back to the arena the interviews podcast
0: it's back to the arena the interviews
1: it is me dc and last year i had the pleasure to speak with ronnie romero about his cover songs album raised on radio and now he is back with a second album which features more cover songs, but with a heavier side than the first album. Raised on Heavy Radio of course is out and I want to welcome back to the show Ronnie Romero. Thank you very much, How are you? I'm good. How are
2: you? Fine. Just having you fan doing interviews?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so tell me this, why do another cover
2: album? Um uh, that was the idea from the beginning. Uh you know, um I wanted, uh, when, when the record label told me about to make a covers album, I was like, a, you know, I was listening rock music and heavy metal music since I was, I don't know, maybe five years old. And now I'm 40. So that's a lot of music to cover. Yeah, <laughs> So obviously with w- just one album, uh, that wouldn't be possible. And that's why we split it in two and to make two different kind of uh, music styles. You know, we did the first one more oriented to the uh, to the AOR, hard rock music, melodic music, and then the second one must be um, heavier. So.
1: Yeah, I'm always interested, you know, when artists do uh, cover songs, or in your case, cover songs, plural, uh, how do you choose to do the songs with there being so many great
2: songs? Uh, for me, it was really, uh, there was one thing uh, pretty clear, you know. Uh, first, I don't want to do The typical cover, you know, like if I, if I go, if I go, for example, if I go Metallica, I don't want, I don't want to do Masters of Okay. (laughs) It's like, if I do Judas Priest, I don't want to do Painkiller because everybody does that kind of songs. So for me, and, and, and also because uh, I really want to show to the people that actually those bands and that music are really my, uh, my background, you know, and my influences. So I really want to go on the those deep cuts that I really liked, and nobody had the chance to do it before. Yeah, so, I mean, they got to be your favorites for you to do them, right?
1: You don't want to do songs that you don't like.
2: <laughs> oh, of course, yeah, but you know, normally uh, it's like a, it's a on the first album. I was trying to avoid uh, Rainbow and Dio because I know everybody gonna <laughs> expect me is gonna expect from me to do Rainbow. Everyone expect for me to do Dio and Heaven and Hell and, you know, Holly Diver and that kind of stuff, (laughs) you know. So that's the first album I went to, Elf, which is the first band of Dio before Rainbow. And there was something I couldn't escape on the second one. But.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you got to do what you got to do, right?
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> well, you gave us a preview of the new album with the shining, uh, the first uh, song NVIDIA, which was a, of course a Black Sabbath cover. Yeah. Uh, talk about that song and the uh, special guest you had on that song.
2: Yeah, uh, there was uh, there was um, there was an idea to to make a you know hum- humble rendition to this period of period of Black Sabbath that people uh, they don't talk about too much. You know, it's a little bit underrated especially Tony Martin and this wonderful album, Eternal Idol. And um, so, you know, I, 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 for this album especially, I, I really, besides to have guests, uh, I really want to have guests, they're going to play a song which is related to them, right? So I was thinking about Black Sabbath, and I have this friend of mine, Chris Caffery from Sabotage, and... And we were talking about it, and he told me, oh, yeah, you know, I, I just show him the track, the track list. And and he told me the story about The Shining and he told me, ah oh, yeah, I like this song. And I remember I heard the first demo when the guys, they were writing the song. <laughs> so I was like, OK, that's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so I asked him and he was like, I'm not only up to do the solo, but he, he really wanted to do all the guitars. So there was even better
1: yeah you can't go wrong with that we've had chris on the show too and i can't i can't wait to talk to him again he was fun to talk with yeah yeah so the second song uh in video metal days also had a guest on that to talk about that one
2: yeah that's uh there's another song that obviously obviously the people they wouldn't expect me to sing you know (laughs) it was like all right Uh, when i went with this idea and the record label say okay man of war really and i was like yeah i like it (laughs) And um, uh, and then I had this friend uh, from Chile, which is a great guitar player and uh, now he's a promoter and he's bringing all the big bands to South America. And we were talking about, and I was really surprised because I told him, do you want to play a solo on my, on my album? And he was yeah, sure. And I sent the track list, and he said, Manowar. And I was like, I, I, really? I was like, you know, this guy, <laughs> this guy is a very famous guitar player in South America because he was playing in a pop band. Mm. So, for me, it was like, a really? You, you want to play Manowar And it was like, it's one of my favorite bands. So, it was like, okay, that's it. <laughs> Let's check out the single
1: Metal Days from Ronnie Romero's Raised on Heavy Radio. I'm back to the arena, the interview.
0: I hear the sound in a metal way. me free! More conversation and more rock coming up after this quick break.
1: We are back talking with Ronnie Romero about his album, Raised on Heavy Radio. And Ronnie, who wouldn't want to be on a Ronnie Romero album? Has anybody ever said no? Oh. in this case,
2: yes. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> the, say. Actually, actually, yes. You know. They, uh, okay, now now it, I gotta it, ask who. It was it was about it was about timing because um, oh, okay, uh, since I have this idea of to bring people who is related to the music they're playing to the song they're playing, you know. So I got Gus G playing the Ozzy Osborne song because he was touring with Ozzy Osborne, and uh, to have Roland Grapple on the master bass song because he wrote the song, you know. Yeah. And. Uh, for the Judas Priest through Bolover, I wanted to have Richie Faulkner on the guitar. Okay. So I, I talked to him and I say, hey, yo, Richie, uh, are you up to do this? And he was like, uh, the first reaction was, like, yeah, we'd love to do it. Yeah. And you know, we were working together already. So uh, he was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. But then suddenly he was touring with Judas in the US. Yeah, okay. uh, and when we were recording. So it didn't have the time to do it. So it, it told me, like, uh, sorry, mate, but I can do it. I can't do it. So uh, I ended up bringing another, another guitar player for it.
1: Yeah, so it's not like he said no. It's just he couldn't do it. That's what I'm talking about. Nobody's ever gonna say oh, never, no. I don't. I don't want to t- <laughs> <laughs> be on a Ronnie, Ronnie Romero album. No, no I, exactly. I'll pass on that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, during the video Metal Days, there was a lot of shots of you kind of just like staring, you know, right into the camera. Do you enjoy making videos?
2: Oh yeah, well. Yeah. yeah enjoy it a lot you know it's like uh, it's like the moment when you're it's like a you know because uh, my behave normally i still have this uh like a fan behave right like i'm not a proper professional musician but I'm still a music fan right yeah. so that moment on the videos is like when you were a kid and you were singing in front of the mirror you, and, and you were trying to be that musician, you were listening to, right? Exactly. Okay. And I remember when I was a kid and I was listening to Purple or White Snake, and, and I was in the front of the mirror in my room and, you know, I was with the, I, I was with the brush, like I try to pretend it's like a mic stand and I'm, I'm Ian Gillen, you know? <laughs> so, so when I, when I do those videos, like, I, yeah, I'm really enjoying it, doing like, you know, trying to act like, uh, musician so it's really-
1: <laughs> trying to act like a musician that's yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well there's songs that i can relate to uh, on the album uh, that were my favorites because you know i know those songs more than the others so tell me your thoughts about covering uh that you don't remember i'll never forget song from Ingve.
2: oh man that's it's, uh oh you know that album the rising force and also fire and ice odyssey um you know i was i was listening and burning those records when I was in high school uh and and I have really good memories from from that period of my life uh, I remember I was going to high school and in Chile I used to live in a town far away from the city so i need to I need to get this bus in really early in the morning like two hours trip to get eight p eight a eight a m in high school so during those two hours I was just listening music right yeah and especially those albums from Ingvie. So uh, when when we decided to make an Ingvie Månsin song, I was like, oh, okay, it must be something like that. Especially because Mark is kind of an unreachable uh, singer to, to 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 cover. You know, it's 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 incredible how he can how he can sing and his voice. So it was challenging at the same time, and, but it was funny to do it.
1: Yeah, that was one of my favorite Ingvie songs. I mean, my favorite all time was Heaven Tonight. I don't know Uh, why. I just love that song. But uh, another song that you covered uh, that I really liked, of course, we talked about Ozzy, was No More Tears. Uh, Why Mm -hmm. did you choose that song out of all of Ozzy's catalog? Uh,
2: Yeah, uh, what happened with Ozzy and with Judas, uh, especially because they're not that kind of uh, vocals that fit with my vocal style. (laughs) Um, That happened with that songs that... uh, they're normally in the playlist I have with my wife when we are driving and traveling <laughs> okay. out of the city, right? So are those kind of songs that you at some point imagined yourself singing it or, you know, doing a cover, but it never happens until now. So I was like, when I had the chance and I was like, uh, we should do a Judas Priest song? Yes, Turbo over, please. We should do an uh, Ozzy Osbourne song? Yes, No More Tears is one of my favorite songs. So that was it.
1: Yeah. Now, in that playlist that you listen to with your wife, how many how many of your songs are in there? How many you know, how many uh, hard line? I, how I, many...
2: I, I try to not to have too much. <laughs> not I'm too not much. I'm not that kind of guy <laughs> that I can listen myself singing because I always I always listen mistakes, you know. <laughs> so it's like, oh, I should record that in a different way. I don't like it. Oh, <laughs> I miss I miss a backing vocal here, you know, so I, I try to not to do it for my mental health yeah okay but when she drives
1: by herself she probably all she listens to is you probably right uh, yeah for sure for
2: yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah that's that's uh, that's what i call love yeah exactly <laughs> um now
1: my wife never listens to me so i don't know what that means but
2: anyway <laughs> uh,
1: so i want to ask you one more song that you did two versions of on the album and that was turbo lover what was the difference between the two songs
2: Uh, The difference was uh, uh, because of of the beginning, as I told you, uh, Richie Faulkner is supposed to make the solo in this one. Uh, So it didn't happen. Uh, So Jose, who is the main guitar player on the album, he did a solo and he was great. But then we thought to have a bonus track for Japan. And I thought that probably that's that's the uh, more commercial song on the track list. And that will that will, will be perfect to have a guest. And I thought about this uh, Japanese guitar player, uh, Nosomo Wakai, that I worked with many years ago. We did an album together like uh, four years ago, with together with uh, Marco Mendoza and Tommy Aldridge. We did a DVD. We did you know a couple of shows and and I thought maybe to have him on the on the album uh, just like uh, to release a bonus track for the Japanese market. Okay. Uh, that's that's why we have like a, the, the European version of the song and the Japanese version.
1: Okay, gotcha. So you obviously picked the songs for the album Raised on Heavy Radio. Uh, tell me which one you enjoyed doing more than any other uh, when you were doing the doing the recordings, and why did you why would you choose that one?
2: Uh, yeah, there were a couple. Probably, probably my favorite on this record is "The Battle Rages On" from the Purple. Um, for me, it's a very underrated uh, album. No. Even mostly the Deep Purple fans, they don't like it that much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they don't talk too much about that uh, that record, but I think it's a great album, and I think it's a great song. You know, the riff is killer, and and I really wanted to do it from the beginning. That was probably the first song that I picked for for this record. I so really okay. I really enjoy, I really enjoy it, uh, doing that song, and then and then uh, probably the second one was the In We Scene song. Uh, for me because it was challenging it was challenging i tried uh, you know i thought i'm gonna try uh, i'm gonna give it a try because i don't i'm not sure that i can do it this is too high pitch all the time <laughs> and um so yeah i had fun at the end doing it.
1: are there any songs that you tried to do and then just realized no i can't do that one
2: no we were we were really like a straight to this 10 11 songs and we went straight to the recording like uh Okay. No complaints. or
1: No nothing. Okay, so when will Ronnie Romero fans, such as myself, uh, get to hear a solo album with original material?
2: Well, the album is ready. Is the album is okay. mastered and delivered to the record label. Um, I believe it's going to be released beginning of fall this year, like September, October, maybe. Okay. Um, so- and that's it. You know, it's I I think it's a great uh, it's it's a great chance for me to establish a little a little better my name besides of all those uh, uh, things that I do with other musicians, like uh, Ronnie Romero, the singer of that band, uh, more like a Ronnie Romero, like Dio did after Rainbow and Black Sabbath.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, um,
2: so, yeah it's going to be great.
1: Now, can you tell me, do you have a name for it or can you tell us what the name of the album is going to be yet?
2: Yeah, yeah, the name of the album is Too Many Lies, Too Many Masters. Okay, cool. Very cool.
1: And that'll be out, and they said, around the fall, huh?
2: Yeah.
1: Okay, very cool. Now, are you going to do any more cover albums? Do you think uh, you'll have any more of these in the future?
2: No, I had enough.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it's going to be enough. (laughs) You don't want to do a Madonna album or something?
2: Uh, I don't like that kind (laughs) of covers, you know, when those crossovers between music stuff, I think I'm not not
0: very fond of that.
1: (laughs) Okay. So what else is on your schedule? Uh, what other bands? You're in so many bands. Uh, who else can we expect new music from Ronnie Romero? And besides the uh, solo album later this fall, uh, what else you got going uh, on?
2: Yeah, the uh, Elegant Weapons album is going to be released, uh, I think, on May, uh, if I'm correct. Uh, the band with uh, Richie Fogner, Scott Travis, and Rex Brown. Okay. Really fantastic album. It's going to be released pretty soon, before the summer. And then uh, just I'm going to spend all the summer touring with Michael Schenker. So that's for, for the moment.
1: Okay. And is that tour going to ever uh, come up from the South America to North America?
2: Uh, probably South America because we just did uh, North America right now, like in October, November. Oh, I and, missed that. Uh, and uh, uh, now we're going to make summer festivals during the right. summer. And then we have a little leg, UK leg, at the end of the year. And then probably South America. Why not?
1: Okay. Darn I wish I didn't. I, I knew you were coming, but you must not have came near the Indianapolis area because I never heard about it.
2: Mm, probably. Uh, we did we did 31 shows in the U.S.
1: <laughs> yeah. everybody skips me so i I cry all the time but
2: (laughs) sorry for that (laughs) we will just for you next
1: time (laughs) yeah come on come on play in my backyard (laughs) (laughs) all right you know i'm gonna bring those crazy questions like we did last time where i'm gonna ask you some off the wall questions so uh let's let's get going on this who is your best movie villain who's your favorite villain in movies uh dot bader Darth Vader, okay. Uh, who? Uh, what is your favorite exotic animal? Do you have uh, any favorite animals that, you know, not a dog, not a cat, like something crazy?
2: Uh, but, but not favorite, but I'm dealing with a mole right now. Dealing my- with a mole? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody
1: likes a mole. They're always just dealing no, with a mole. <laughs> yeah, this
2: right. is breaking my balls here. I don't yeah. know how to catch him, but anyway.
1: <laughs> All right, what is your favorite viral video? Do you have a video like that you saw on either TikTok or YouTube that you or even on social media that, that you Yeah, what watching? I
2: like it my wife, she's starting to do it and then she just realized that uh, uh is getting a lot of popularity about that. She's doing uh reels with our golden retriever. Okay. Like, she just did a, a reel just for fun and it got like a 30,000 uh, k views like a really <laughs> you know more than, more than me
1: <laughs> and, and do you want to share uh, where people can find her or do you want her to find her own people
2: Yeah, on my instagram uh, on my bio is like a, i am the husband of okay so, there you go so they can find you there yeah, yeah. okay Uh so if you could
1: only drink coffee or tea for the rest of your life which one would you choose tea definitely yeah, I I knew you were gonna say singers always say I tea. love coffee. No, but I love coffee, <laughs> oh,
2: but I don't drink more than two cups per day.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't like
2: either. I just in the other more hand, more. in the other hand, I can drink more tea. Yeah, but I'm not that kind of singer that you know, like oh no, I I need to drink tea with ginger and lemon. <laughs> no, I'm not that kind. I just like just early gray tea. That's it. Yeah, you'll <laughs> you'll
1: get you'll get there when you get older. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All
1: right, tell me what is your favorite action movie? Actually, Die Hard. Now, which Die Hard? The first one. The first one. Yeah, everybody. Everybody likes that. And every,
2: some people say that the second one is better, but I prefer the first one.
1: Yeah, the last couple ones weren't that good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what gets you motivated when you get up in the morning? What What uh, gives you the energy to get going?
2: My family, my Your family, family. My kids. I have two kids, beautiful kids. My wife living with me, and my dogs. Uh, they, they are the most important.
1: Except for the golden retriever because he's more famous than you.
2: Oh man, the, 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 that dog was <laughs> great. I, you know, I always saw golden retrievers on the movies, and, and I was like, I, I don't think that those dogs are that perfect like you show in the movies in Hollywood, but they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> fantastic dog.
1: <laughs> All right, final question for you. You went through these pretty quick. Uh, what's the most beautiful country that you've ever visited?
2: Well, oh, whoa, uh, that's complicated. Uh, that's gonna take me time. But uh, I would say, not because I'm talking to you, but uh, some parts of the U.S. that I never been before, and I was I was really shocked in the in the positive way. Like, and when we were traveling through Utah, for example, all those landscapes, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that was fantastic, man. I was I never saw something like that. That's it's it's just. Uh, breathtaking. yeah. And uh, then Japan is great and some countries in South America, but probably the more exotic things like Japan, uh, especially, especially Kyoto um, and then some, then some cities around Central Europe that are very nice yeah.
1: and I've never heard anybody when they talk about the USA, Utah.
2: I, man, I was, you know, because we love, <laughs> with, my, with my wife, we love all this Western culture you know,
1: uh-huh, yeah.
2: So, so we have like a, like a, like a deer horns and in, in the in the wall and you know, all that kind of stuff and
1: yeah, you
2: know, from the natives, Indian American Indians and that kind of stuff and you know like a dream catchers and and uh, I went there for the first time and we were traveling by the bus and I said the like, guy please stop here I need to go out and watch <laughs> my eyes without a glass in the yeah. you know and it was it was just was fantastic.
1: Very cool. Very cool. Well, I appreciate your time. Everybody can follow you on Facebook uh, at Ronnie Romero Official and on Instagram where they can get your uh, wife's uh, username as well. Uh, Instagram at R-O underscore C-K underscore N-N-I-E. Raised on Heavy Radio. Great album. I recommend it to everybody. And thanks, Ronnie, for joining us on the show again. My pleasure. Let's check out Ronnie's cover version of You Don't Remember, I'll Never Forget. I'm back to the arena of the interviews. remember i'll never forget one of the great cover songs on ronnie romero's raised on heavy radio and that'll wrap things up for this episode of back to the arena the interviews the podcast now don't forget our next podcast is also gonna feature ronnie romero and we're gonna talk to him about his all-new original album too many lies too many masters so please subscribe come back and listen back to the arena the interviewers bye-bye for now
0: click subscribe and catch the next episode of back to the arena the interviews hey it's tim from 50 years of music with 50 year old white guys the comedy podcast you had no idea you needed join ben jeff and me as we continue our musical road trip back through the years and around the globe see just when you thought all white guys were like joe rogan you come across three educators trying to remember when we were cool. 50 years of music with 50-year-old white guys. Electric acid. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for Season 2 of the want Bet podcast?
1: David, have you ever seen a grown man naked?
0: Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that Season 2 starts August 18th.